0: Well, hey, listen, uh, we've got Mike Broward. He is on the line with us, and uh, so we're going to talk to him for just a few, and then we're going to come back, and he's going to be on the air with us here. So uh, uh, I've got a computer sitting behind me that uh, just fired up and started playing uh, one of Mike's songs here. That's what was going on. And uh, so uh, uh, it was playing Little Miss Sunshine. So we might as well just go ahead and play Little Miss Sunshine right here. Mike Broward on Radio A1A, music for The Road to Paradise.
1: It's a happy day I find myself Wanting her to stay Bringing colors To skies so gray With flowers in her hair Little Miss Sunshine On a honeysuckle breeze Little Miss Sunshine what you do to me, you make my head spin, my breath hold my heart, feel my pulse race, little sunshine when I see your face Something this good cannot be so bad. On a honeysuckle breeze Little Miss Sunshine Oh, what you do to me You make my head spin My breath hold My heart feel My pulse race Little sunshine When I see your face I don't know much About the ways of this girl Let her smiling at me Could this be love that we found The other day she held my hand And I nearly passed out. This way Then she gave me Mouth to mouth Little Miss Sunshine On a honeysuckle breeze Little Miss Sunshine Oh, what you do to me You make my head spin My breath hold My heart feel My pulse race Little Sunshine When I see your face your face Little Miss Sunshine Oh, Little Miss Sunshine Oh, oh. Little Miss Sunshine
0: Brad right here on Radio 818, Music for the Road to Paradise, and uh, we want to say good morning to Mike Broward. Uh, how are you, sir?
2: I'm good. Good. Thanks for having me on, Lyle. Oh, good morning, everybody. Hope you're all doing good out
0: there. Well, yeah, yeah. man, I'll tell you what, uh, I, I, I yet have yet to get on the, the radio in the morning without getting a text from Mark Hollander place placing Mike Broward. <laughs> so uh, you got a big fan there.
2: Well, I love uh, Mark and Tammy both. They really have been uh, really helpful for the last couple, three, four years. Every time I head down to the keys, so here's a big shout out to both Mark and Tammy and all my friends in Key West.
0: Right. When you you do quite a bit of uh, you play quite a bit of music for the uh, the southernmost coconut castaways. Uh, so uh, I, I guess they hire you quite a bit.
2: Well, I, yeah, it's it, it's uh, an honor to get down there. They do a lot of good work. Uh, you know, they had the Blood Mobile out there at the uh, smoking tuna last month when i was there and uh, it's just always great to get
0: down to key west and play a few gigs and hopefully make some people happy well yeah and uh your music uh, uh first of all let me ask you real quick before i go too far into my interview here uh, can you hear yourself okay you're not getting any echo
2: no i'm, I'm fine okay cool all
0: right well you uh you uh transplanted from uh, california you're uh you're in tennessee now
2: i am i moved out here about 10 years ago i had First started in the drop rock world with uh, Jerry Gontang and uh, Sharon Shoemaker in a band called Coco Loco. In 1999, we played at Modem uh, for the Pier House concert and a couple other shows uh, that first year. And Then we are asked back the next year to play the main stage on the Modem uh, Casa Marina uh, concert. And I've been going back down to Modem, well, ever since with the exception of one year I broke my foot and so it wasn't gonna be good to drag my equipment around all over the island with that. I (laughs) stayed home. In the last couple of years, I haven't made it down. I've just been kind of swamped with other things during November.
0: Well, we, we were, we were talking, uh, uh on the phone yesterday and you said that you had done some remodeling there in your house. So uh, I'll tell you what, uh, there's nothing like going through a remodel. <laughs> yeah. I think, I think you're better off if you're, if you, if you build from, uh, from fresh from start scratch. <laughs> so
2: yeah, I, I'm right in the middle of it now. I'm getting ready to lay tile in my master bathroom. Uh, in, in the next couple of days, I had the plumber rough everything out yesterday, and the electrician's coming on Tuesday, so I'm running a, a pretty good job right
0: now. <laughs> right. now, you, uh, you, we, uh, we talked on the phone, and uh, you're south of uh, – um, we call you Nashville, but you're actually south of Nashville, about 35 miles.
2: I am. I was in Franklin, Tennessee, for the last nine years, and uh, last year we decided we needed a little bit more elbow room, so now I'm living in Columbia, Tennessee. Which is about 35 miles south of Nashville. And uh, we bought a place with a couple acres, and there was an outbuilding that I've been able to rehab into a recording space slash office, you know, my workspace for music. And uh, that's where I'm sitting right now, calling you from the, the Southern Command.
0: Wow. Well, I've got an album in front of me here called Island Getaway, and uh, that is a phenomenal album.
2: Thank you so much. I'm glad you're enjoying it. When that album came out, it it was uh, November about three years ago, and uh, I had a new digital distribution guy that was able to walk it into iTunes, and he said, well, look, Mike's not a major artist, and he doesn't have a big following, and there's no big major tours coming up, but it's a good record and he handed it to the editors, and every Tuesday morning they go through a process of saying, what are we going to put on the new and noteworthy page? And uh, they listened through that album and uh, put it up there right next to George Strait and Taylor Swift and Uncle Cracker and everybody else that had a new release right at that time. And it stayed on that page all the way through the Christmas holidays into uh, January, so uh, although it didn't make a ton of money on that, it was a, a really cool attaboy boy from the universe that, that at least somebody recognized that the album was, was a, you know, a pretty good quality. so I couldn't be happier with everything that happened there.
0: Wow. Well, I tell you what, uh, from what I, I've got all three of your albums, uh, uh, Mark Hollander, you forwarded some stuff to Mark and he sent it to me. Uh, I've got, uh, it's an album called, uh, Parrot Head Rehab, which we just played, uh, the title song off of that. And then we also have Margarita and Moonshine. And, uh, um, I can't find anything wrong with any of them. They're, they're, big star material to me.
2: Well, I, thank you so much. I had. A wonderful amount of help from PT Houston, who's my uh, engineer and co producer on those records. Uh, He's down in Franklin, and and PT is able to assemble, uh, you know, kind of like an A list of players. Uh, Gretchen Wilson's drummer, although he's also played with uh, everybody in Nashville. Great bass player. uh, Dan Dugmore on Steel. The Bear Dead Rehab, I have. uh, uh, Doyle Versham playing the steel on that. So I got a lot of help from really fabulous musicians. It, it's, it's an incredible process to go in there with my little demo and a couple lead sheets about what I think the song should sound like. And, uh, these guys get a hold of it. They write out their notes. They go in the studio and they bang, bang it out twice and you're done. Wow. I mean, it's just amazing to watch these guys work. They are so good.
0: Well, one, one of the first songs that I played, and uh, we talked about it yesterday, um, uh, was uh, No Bad Days. Uh, tell us a little bit about that song.
2: Well, in that song, I, I had a friend that was going through a very hard time. She lost her oldest son to a motorcycle accident. And I had been kind of in touch with her, you know, while she was in the uh, waiting room and just kind of trying to support her in a hard time. And, uh, you know, this is probably three, four years ago, three years ago that I, uh, probably four years ago I wrote that. Anyway, I got off the phone and I thought, well, you know, my job as a musician is to write music or as a songwriter. And, and, uh, I don't know. I just was inspired and, I started on that with the whole idea that there's no bad days in heaven because uh, she just lost her son. And uh, trying to put a little bit of light on the, on the subject or a, a little bit of a, a better vibe of some sort. And uh, I don't know, maybe three, maybe five minutes later, that song was finished. It just wrote itself. So it, it's kind of an amazing deal. I... I have to be like the project manager of, the, of this songwriting task where I go and I do my work and, but what happens is I get all these, uh, song angels that, that help me do my work. The people in the studio, the producer, the, uh, the whole inspiration that comes when I just sit down and say, I, I need to do some more work here. Right. And if I'm willing to do that, the universe kind of conspires to help me. Exactly. I, I feel that pretty strongly on all three of those records.
0: Well, and the thing about it is what I've noticed on these records is uh, you take people places in these uh, records. Uh, you, um, um, you know, whether you're sitting in Indiana or San Diego or wherever you might be at, uh, you can uh, pick up Island Getaway and listen to it. And, man, it' a uh, uh, great song. It's just, uh, you know, you could close your eyes and you could be there.
2: That was the whole feel on that. I was, uh, you know, if you listen to the song structure of that, the way the bridges are built and and the technical things that go into that, they didn't hardly know how to chart it out here in Asheville. And not that they don't know anything, they know a lot. Uh, But it was outside of their normal uh, job. You know, these guys, they come in, Every day, and they'll have a three hour session from ten to one, take lunch, and go from two to five with a second, the second session. And so they're built for speed, and accuracy, and, and, uh, a couple of my songs there, we had to really kind of work through, okay, well, how, what do we call this chord? And, um, you know, the, they use the national number system, and anyway, we got it straightened out, and, and uh, those are the results, just wonderful players putting it down in a way that, uh, that I certainly couldn't do by myself.
0: Exactly. Well, tell us a little bit about the guys that uh, stand behind you on these albums. I mean, they're, they're incredible. They. Uh, I mean, you obviously you've got some talented uh, uh, people that's uh, there with you.
2: Yeah, uh, probably first and foremost, Brian Pruitt on the drums uh, is – just a slammer, man. When you go in and he's young, full full of energy, guy, uh, always upbeat. I, I love Brian, and uh, when he uh, gets behind the drums, that you just wouldn't believe how loud the, he hits the drums when they're recording that stuff. We had Don Kirst on the two first albums. Who's a uh, got a, a really uh, fun attitude, kind of dry with um, I used Dan Dugmore on the last two records. Dan played with James Taylor and Linda Ronstadt for pedal steel, banjo, all that stuff. Uh, On the song Overextended off of uh, of Margarita's Moonshine I, I heard a little banjo part I wanted in my head and I asked Dan, hey do you have a banjo? And He said yeah I do and he got this banjo out and I said no. Dan, is that the Love is a Rose banjo? And he looked up at me and kind of laughed. He said, yeah, as a matter of fact, it is. And if you remember back in the 70s, there were two hit songs that had a banjo. One was Love is a Rose by Linda Ronstadt. The other was maybe Doing Banjos by Weisberg. Anyway, he took the time to tell me all about the journey of that banjo uh, from McCabe's Guitar Shop out in Santa Monica. The, you know, it, it was like having a little bit of history on my record. It, probably nobody else would ever notice a thing about it, but, it, you know, it's been, been very magical to go and do these records and have these experiences.
0: Wow. Well, and the thing about it is, it's, uh, um, you know, I, I personally would have heard it and not, not done anything about it, but you know, it's there and you know where it's, you know, the history of it. So that's, that's uh, that's uh, uh, that's awesome.
2: Yeah. It's not a fancy part. It's just a little banjo uh, percolating away behind things, but it, it made the, the song. Uh, it, it just anchored it really well on keyboards. I've used Mike Rojas, who is a, a, a national major label. First call guy. Um, and, uh, let's see, the guitar parts, um, J.T. Kornfloss was on the latest record. Wonderful player. When we went to do the What Would Jimmy Do record, I said, Hey, you know that lick to to uh, Five O'Clock Somewhere? I wanted to put that into the song. And he says, Yeah, I know that lick. I wrote that lick. He, he was the one that did the demo. 5 o'clock somewhere. Oh wow! You know, ten years ago.
0: <laughs> so, <laughs> so well, nobody wasn't any
2: big problem for him. I was going to say nobody would, head would
0: head. know it better than him, right?
2: <laughs>
0: <laughs> being that he wrote it. <laughs> I wrote it. So, well, when's, uh, when's the next time you're planning on being down in the Keys?
2: Probably down in February. Uh, for the last uh, seven or eight years now, I I try to be in the Florida. South Florida area during February to shorten my winter up a little bit. And, uh, you know, I've kind of taken my touring. It's a a difficult, it's a cat fight up here in Nashville (laughs) and trying to make a living. So what I do is I put together little 10 and 14 day tours. And I do about six or eight of those a year. So one time I'll go to Florida. I've been to Florida three times this year. And then I'll go to Texas, and I've been up through the upper Midwest and out to California and Phoenix, Albuquerque, a Southwest tour. Uh, so it's uh, a way for me to get out and spread my music around and bring a little bit of cash home and uh, hopefully get a chance to see my friends.
0: Well, the women like that cash.
2: Yeah, yeah. That's
0: always- <laughs> so that, that's that's what makes my world go around here. So uh, you know, the wife complains about how much I schedule is on the weekends because uh, we uh, we do a professional DJ and then uh, she'll she'll gripe about all the um, all the scheduling that I do, but she never gripes on the way to the bank. I got you there. <laughs> I got you there. And, uh, I
2: I really have to
1: say
2: that I appreciate all the support my wife gives me in uh, my musical endeavors. It's hard for. For people that are not in the music industry to understand it uh, why we do what we do and I'm, I'm sure you have the same experience where uh, there are some tours that, that I don't break even or I'll just barely break even or I'll come home with what I could make in two days around here uh, and then there's others where it's successful and, and uh, you know I get to come home with a couple thousand dollars cash and and that helps things an awful lot to make my world
0: go around. Well, I've always been told behind every good man there's a good woman.
2: Yep. I, I firmly believe
0: that. So, well, that's, uh, that's incredible. Now, you're from San Diego. Uh, how much do you miss San Diego? And uh, what was uh, uh, going from San Diego, California, the Gold Coast, to uh, Nashville, Tennessee? Well,
2: I grew up in San Diego. I've been there since. 1956, and uh, uh, my dad was in the navy when we moved there. Um, you know, we had bought a, a, a place in Franklin that I thought was going to be a rental place, and then when the market uh, and economy crashed in 2007, I thought I'd better water that investment myself, and it was time to make a change in my life. Uh, all the doors open to the left and and it took a little bit of courage to just say, well, um, let's go through these doors and see what's there. Let's take an adventure. Um, As far as missing San Diego and all that, um, I do, I miss my friends there and I miss my family there. My sister and mom still live out in Encinitas. But, uh, overall, I'm pretty happy wherever you put me. Uh, So, you know, I have more than enough to, to keep me busy here in Tennessee. We love the idea that there's four seasons here in Tennessee, and, and uh, you know, if you have a fall day, then, you know, the weather's a little cooler. Today we've got a nice fall day going with the rain. you are not getting any of that in California.
0: Exactly. Anyway,
2: I, I, I try not to miss things. I try to just be in the moment as much as I can. This is where I am. This is where my life is
0: right now. Well, on your on your albums, I I can tell you right now that uh, uh, for the most part, uh, they take you to a happy spot. So, and there's a lot of uh, singer songwriters that are trap rock artists that uh, um, make a second home there in Nashville, Tennessee. So, uh, you know, there uh, of course there's a like you said, there's a lot of important people there in Nashville, Tennessee that can help you get things done, and uh, you know can uh, can um, stand behind you there with the instruments, and uh, it's. Uh, it's awesome. So, uh, and uh, I, I know, on behalf of uh, Mark Hollander, uh, we appreciate everything that you've done for the uh, southernmost coconut uh, castaways.
2: It's all my pleasure. I, you know, the, the thing is, when I put my my intention is to be of service as a musician to the people that want to hear my music, and when I can be of service, then uh, the people around me get what they need, and I get what I need. Is like being a a garden hose It's all the water it needs, you know. And, and uh, the, this music is just basically love driven for me. And I love doing this, and and I love giving it to the people that that like what I do.
0: Exactly. Well, I I will say that uh, Nashville is one of my favorite uh, one of my favorite destinations, and it's always great to get down there and hear some good music. So uh, um, I'll have to uh, check you out and then uh, find out where you're playing at down there, and maybe uh, stop and see you. Or if you're uh, coming up towards Indiana, uh, I'm I'm in the tropics of Indiana, about 25 miles south of Indianapolis. So uh, uh, just just give me a holler, man. We'd love to come out and uh, hang out with one of your shows with you.
2: Well, that'd be great. And uh, you're I I got a place for you to stay if you ever get down this way.
0: Oh, well, that's cool. That's cool. That's why I always tell my wife, I said, the good thing about this job is we've got all sorts of places to uh, vacation now. So uh, Mark Hollander has extended uh, uh, his home to us if we ever come down to Key West. So uh, um, that, that, that's really nice of you. Thank you so much. So, well, tell us a little bit about where you're going to be at uh, uh, in the Nashville area uh, in the next couple weeks, and uh, then uh, also tell us about your social media sites and uh, your .com page where people can find your music and uh, go out and buy it.
2: Okay, um, let's do the first first uh, or the. Well, th- that's good. I've taken the rest of this year off as far as performance. Other than I have a little five piece band I'm working with here in in town. Uh, I think we have a New Year's gig at the Elks Club here in Columbia. Uh, I've got remodeling projects in front of me for the rest of this year.
1: <laughs>
2: and, uh, and, you know, getting in the studio and trying to uh, write more music and record more music. I have a number of songs in the can right now uh, that I just have to straighten the edges off on, on them and make them what I want them. Uh, so, for the, between now and Christmas, I don't have any music plans, per se, for big performances. I'm kind of, uh, retreating back into getting first things first.
0: Gonna, I want to try I that.
2: Guess.
0: A wife's laying in there while, the wife's laying in there babysitting. I'm going to try that. I'm going to go in there and tell her I'm going to take the rest of the year off. See how that works. <laughs> Okay, <laughs> yeah. That's going to go for like a lead balloon. Um, well, uh, tell us, uh, you, you're talking about the music you've got in the can. Uh, real quick before we go on to uh, your social media sites, and uh, what uh, what plans do you have for a new album, and uh, when do you uh, anticipate maybe something coming out?
2: Well, I'm not even sure I'm going to uh, do it in that way. I'm, I'm researching different marketing approaches. If you look at what the industry's done in the last three years, let's say, or five years, you know, the CD sales are are way down for everybody. Downloads are not happening as much as they used to. Everything has gone to streaming. Streaming doesn't pay anything. Uh, So, I mean, it just pays a a fraction of a penny every time you play a song on the the radio. So um, what I've been thinking about is the idea of putting songs together Maybe drip feeding one song a month and uh, making it available to people. Or possibly I have another marketing idea where it's uh, a page called, um, Find What You Love. In which case people, if they wanted to, if they enjoy the music I make it and they wanted to be like a patron for me, they could sign up and uh, maybe pay a dollar a month and I'll send them a song every month.
0: Well, that's, and, uh, that, that's a good idea.
2: So the, yeah, so I'm working on different delivery systems and uh, I think the, the, the horse I need to put in front of the cart is to get some music recorded that I really love and then try to find an, uh, a new way to, or a successful way, to to get that music out. Now, at the end of the year, let's say I was able to put one song out every month. At the end of the year, I've got 12 songs. I can easily put those into a uh, CD format and, of course, tell them a lot of kids. I, there is revenue in that, but I don't see it like I used to five years
0: ago. Right.
2: So uh, I'm just trying to find a way to respond to the current market conundrum that, you know, everybody wants new music, but nobody wants to pay for it.
0: Exactly. And, uh, you know, that's the, that's what it's all about is uh, supporting the local artists, the local venues and, and their music. Uh, you know, uh, instead of going out here and stealing it, you need to go out here and buy it and purchase it. I mean, what's uh, 99 cents going to set anybody back if they want a particular song like Island Getaway?
2: I agree with you. And uh, <clears throat> so, you know, it, it's just I look at the industry trends and, and then I have to say, well, how are we going to, how am I in my own singular way going to make sense of this? Uh, you know, I'm the, the the artist and the booking manager and the, the accountant. And <laughs> <laughs> I, I have to wear every hat because I'm just a single independent musician. There's no company behind me. Exactly. So I, uh, I don't set my sights at selling a million copies. I just am trying to put my music out for the people that want to listen.
0: Well, well, in Indiana, we like to call that jack of all trades. <laughs> so, yeah. Yeah. but uh, yeah, I, I know exactly where you're coming from. Well, I got a good friend of mine. He's uh, listening in this morning. He's up in New Jersey, and uh, I it doesn't matter who the artist is. If I'm playing somebody and he likes it, he, you know, he doesn't go out here and see where he can get it for free. He goes right to the site and he buys it, and he'll send me a message say, "Hey, I just bought that song or I just bought that album," and uh, and that's great. That's what we need. We need more and more people that's uh, going to the website and purchasing. Uh, you know, because. That's. I mean, this this is how you make a living.
1: Well,
2: uh, it it certainly is, and uh, God bless him and all the other people that do that. That's uh, it. Really does help. Uh, at the end of the month, when I get a CD baby check and there's a little bit on it, I can say, "Oh, that's an attaboy boy from the universe again." That people are, are enjoying what I'm doing, and uh, you know that's what pretty much what I um am targeting this but I'm trying to to do my part of the job, which is to write the music, record it. And I'm so thankful I have a lot of other people that are doing a great job at that. Other musicians uh that are making good music and keeping the interest alive and things.
0: Right. Well tell tell everybody what's the uh, media sites that you're on. That way they can follow you and if they want to purchase your music, uh I know I put a link on there to uh, uh Mike Broward uh uh, music.com, so they can go to that and buy music. Uh, but uh, tell them where else I can get your stuff at.
2: Well, uh, Mike Broward on on Facebook uh, is the most immediate way to get at me, and I, I'd love it if uh, I got a bunch of friend requests today for that. So I have a website musicmike.net where you can uh, go in and see my tour schedule when I have one. And, uh, uh, listen to the music. There's a music page, uh, with the, uh, albums on it. And, uh, there's some photos and a little bit of video of me playing gigs and the whole thing there, musicmic.net. And, of course the music is available for download on iTunes. And then on CD Baby, if let's say you live in Australia and you want to get a hard copy of the, the, uh, CDs, at CD Baby, Backslash artist, backslash Mike Broward. Uh, the music is all available there. Awesome. And then, of course, listening on A1A radio or Beach Life radio is always a good bet, too.
0: But hey, hey we, we appreciate that plug so uh, uh of course uh, you know that's what it's all about is numbers and uh, you know what it's hard for us to get good numbers unless we've got good artists like yourself it's uh you know we can play the music for and uh you, and you know uh you always know when the good artists are out there because uh, people are requesting them saying hey do you got any of this or do you got any of that and uh, uh it's it's awesome so uh, uh we appreciate you doing what you do and of course uh, you know i want to invite you every time that uh you've got something new that you want to get out uh, send it to me and uh and uh, we'll get it in the rotation we'll we'll put it on a regular uh, 24-hour rotation where it will play uh, periodically and uh, people can hear it.
2: Wow, that's great. I I appreciate that more than you could possibly know. You know, I want to thank you for the vital link that you provide between me and whatever listeners are out there uh, in the ether world, the the interweb, whatever. Uh, Without guys playing the songs, I'd have to go out there and, and, you know, tour... All the time trying to make a a little bit of a, you know, impact on on getting that music out to the people. The the people that play the music on the radio are very important to our,
0: our deal. Well, thank you. We, we appreciate uh, the kind words there. And, uh, for those of you that's out there uh, listening, uh, we've got three CDs here. We've got the Island Getaway, and then we also have, uh, Margaritas and Moonshine, and, uh, which that don't sound bad. <laughs> also, uh, Parrothead Rehab. Um, um, so, um, you know, go on over to, uh, Mike Broward Music on Facebook there, and, uh, you can, uh, you can buy them individually, or you can buy him, by uh, buy the whole CD, or go to, uh, uh whatever is your favorite, uh, uh, venue if for buying your music and, uh, and and purchase the CDs. Reach out there and uh, that way uh, Mike can continue with his remodeling.
2: <laughs> yeah, this, we wouldn't want me to run out of
0: nails or screws. <laughs> <laughs> so, well, uh, I, I, I could, I could see that around here. If I ran out of nails or screws, I'd be screwed because my wife would be mad at them. So, uh, we get uh, <laughs> we, we appreciate that. So, and, uh, we appreciate the uh, extended offer to, uh, uh, come, come visit you and come stay with you. So, uh, um, you, you may have just told the wrong person that. So, um, you may, I, I may be hanging out down all the time. Who knows? <laughs> well,
2: you're certainly welcome. Let me, let me know when you're on
0: your way. Well listen, we're going to play, uh, your title song here. It's called Island Getaway.
1: Round an island theme A million miles from nowhere You need to touch that place The moon and tide have called you on Island getaway Yeah. Ideas work for a while, but this one's well past its prime. When your life becomes your jail, you know it's all in time. I don't get away. Let's erase the scoreboard, let's escape from gravity where we spend.
0: er an island getaway right here on Radio A1A music for the road to paradise and uh, man I'll tell you what that's uh, that's the reason I like doing this job is uh, the people are genuine and